Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Have a comment about today's show? Visit RoyGreenShow.com. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Do you have a um, something you'd like to say about uh, Rob Ford and the impact of uh, Rob Ford on the city of Toronto, on the people of Toronto? 888-228-255. Have you been able to identify with Rob Ford as he battles cancer because you battled it? Because you are maybe battling cancer now or because someone you care about is currently battling cancer. What's your story about battling cancer. How's it impacted on your life? It's, uh, it can be very difficult on, uh, on caregivers as well. And increasingly, particularly among elderly Canadians, they have no one to take care of them if they become ill. So they effectively become wards of the state, trusting the state to provide the level of care they worked so hard in so many years to earn. Let's take some calls and talk about experiences with cancer. And really, I mean, you can talk about Rob Ford and, and and your impressions of Mr. Ford and your thoughts about him as he continues this struggle and his, with his family by his side at the hospital. William's in Toronto. Hey, William. Hi, Roy. Hi, sir. Um, I, I, just, uh, I was just listening to what he was saying on the radio and the, uh, talking to a doctor, I think it was. Yes. Uh, and um, I have a story. It's not a story, it's a fact. I have a brother-in-law who lives in India and around about 2006, uh, he was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, he went through the, the rigmarole of the chemo, the radiation, and everything like that. And uh, I have another brother-in-law who lives in Dubai, and uh, all he asked for all the papers in relation to the uh, to my brother-in-law's case in India. His name is Peter, and uh, so we, and we sent all these papers to an oncologist friend in London. And this is what we were told. He said, "Don't build up any hopes. He has four to six months to live." and just make his life as happy as it can be, and that was it. So all of us from from Toronto, the family from here, we went to India to to see him and stuff like that, thinking uh, it was the end. And he looked terrible. He looked older than his father. It's all the damage, the radiation, and other stuff had come to him. Anyhow, we we came back over here to Toronto, and he had a friend over there who said, look, you tried all of this. Why don't you try Ayurvedic medicine, which is a kind of natural medication. He, he, got, he got in touch with an Ayurvedic doctor, and he put him onto some kind of a, a, a regimen, you know, in terms of nutrition and whatever. And um, this is the boy who's given six months to live is still alive today. There are, William, there are some remarkable stories, and there are some remarkable incidents, and you never, you never know whether it's what you know, the alternative medication or the alternative medicine that was tried that made the difference, or was it was it actually the conventional medication? You don't, you don't know, but I, when, when you get to the point where it's becoming literally a matter of living or dying, there's nothing that you will not consider. There's nothing that... And I can't, I can't you know, I, I can't sit here and suggest that people try alternative medicines, but, but there's, there's no way that, that, that people who are struggling with cancer will not at least consider what may be available to you. I know, I know, but I, I met a lady... I have to... Who, sorry. Yeah, no, I just, I just have to get some more callers on the air in the, in the brief time we have for calls, William. Yes, what I, what I made, let me make one point, and that is, 
this is not talked about as much or given an equal uh, weightage, you know, in terms of a discussion. Yeah. To allow for this thing to be well, tried. that that's. I, thank you for the call. That's something for another day. That's something for another day. We're talking about cancer experiences, and uh, if you haven't thought about Rob Ford as well, you know, what he did for the city. You know, I was I was thinking that Bob's on the line. Bob, Bob, I I was thinking the other day. I spoke with Rob Ford when he was running for mayor in 2010, and I heard the same kind of passionate support for Rob Ford that I'm hearing for Donald Trump. I'm not talking. I'm, I'm not comparing the two. I'm just talking about the level of passionate support that existed for 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 Rob Ford in 2010. I'm just comparing the level of passion. That's all. Go ahead, Bob. Uh, hello. Yes, sir. Go ahead, please. Yeah, uh, my name's Bob. I'm a eight eight year cancer survivor. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, my sympathies to you and losing your wife. Thank you. A year ago. You know what? You know the. The really toughest part of this whole battle is not so much the cancer patient, but the people that are that you're surrounded with. The caregiver, the caregivers. Well, your wife, your family, your kids. Yeah. And uh, anyways, I was I I I had lymphoma, large B cell, non-Hodgkin's diffused, uh, and it started with ulcerative colitis. And then progressed, and uh, the team at Sunnybrook basically saved my life. Doctor Sharif was the uh, was the surgeon that that uh, did the first operation, and then I had a second one and a third one, and uh, chemotherapy, radiation. And wow. it, it was a battle, but you know, through it all, I had a good attitude. And mom, the one doctor told me, he says, "You." You're you're a fighter, you know, and you have a strong will to live. And uh, maybe so you had a, you had a confident you had a confident. Well, is it fair to say that you had a confident approach to your battle with cancer? Well, to tell you the truth, I because I it, was, because it because the things that you go through, the side effects of the, the treatments can be can just rob you of well the your strength. The the chemotherapy really whacks you out, and so does the radiation. And uh, I face everything from amputation of my legs to I, de- I developed a thyroid problem. I had four operations on my eyes. Wow. I had, uh, you know, just all, all sorts. How of long did this take? How long did this all take, Bob? How much time? How much time? I don't know. You know, well, probably a year and a half to uh, get, long, get long to the time. point where uh, you know. And you've so you're cancer free now. Well, supposedly, I go for a, for a checkup once a year to uh, Sunnybrook. Are you feeling, you're feeling well? Yeah, I'm feeling good. I, uh, I have a good, uh, simple attitude to life. You come with nothing, you leave with nothing. So, so don't make a big deal out of it, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you don't take a nickel to your grave, so no, there's no point saving them. Go out and spend it. If I need something, I just go out and buy it, you know. All right. <laughs> uh, irritates my wife, but Bob, Bob, I really appreciate you calling. Anyhow, Rob Ford, don't give up. Uh, when the going gets tough, the tough get going, you know. And and he can do this. Right. You just got to have a good mental attitude and hope the team around you is competent and and caring. And you're living proof of that being the case, Bob. Thank you very much. And the majority, and I, you know, I talked about one person who was a problem, and I did that on my wife's uh, oncology team because I did that simply because you need to make sure. But you're representing and advocating for your for for the person you're caregiving for. You, you have to if someone is not contributing to helping the person 
you caregive for, your loved one, your friend. You have to stand, you, you have to battle for them. And I had doctors say that to me. My doctor said to me, we appreciate what you're doing for your wife, standing up for her and advocating for her. You have to. It's a big system. And it's a system that can, where you can get lost. But the vast majority of the oncology team members in, in this country are, are remarkable people. They face this adversary on a daily basis, and they face a different adversary patient by patient. And I'm firmly convinced they do the very, very best they can. And quite often, they achieve remarkable results. Janice. Hi, Janice. Hi, Roy. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Very good. Um, I'll, uh, I'll echo Bob's comments there. Confidence is, is huge. And leave you with a quick story. Well, first, a quicker one. My daughter, very young, uh, went through something. And you're right about advocating. You know, when we finally, my husband and I, put our foot down uh, and demanded uh, a specialist is when we saw action. So you have to advocate. But my quick story is this. My brother-in-law, 10 years, battled cancer. And I remember my sister passed around a prayer for us all to say for him. And it was funny. He, he wrote us an email early on. He says, well, those prayers are really working. He worked in the financial uh, district. And he wrote, he says, those prayers are really working. He said, the stock market went up 20 points. <laughs> <laughs> so he battled for 10 years and lost. But... Uh, I firmly believe that uh, attitude is what gets you through it. It does. It yeah. does. All right. Have a good day, Roy. So thank you, Janice. Bye. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Attitude is so much of it. And I, I don't want, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to be careful what I say here because, you know, you're pretty close to being on the edge. Margaret in Whitby. Hi, Margaret. Oh, hi. I tried to get hold of my brother-in-law because I would have loved for him to have called in on your show. Uh, he's battled, he had, they used to, he had cancer in his liver, and he used to burn it off. And then they eventually his brother gave him part of his liver, and he had a liver transplant. And he has been through so much in 20 years. And um, a few years back, he had um, a big four-wheeler, you know, um, fall on him. He fell on a rock. And when that machine fell on him, he said he saw the brightest light, and I told him that was Jesus. But he... His doctor said, Wayne, he said, you shouldn't be here. He had seven ribs broken in multiple places, plus his cancer that he was dealing with. And the doctors in Toronto, at uh, Toronto General and uh, Princess Margaret, uh, they said they often use him as an example to other patients, but they are amazed that he is alive. But... It has to do a lot with attitude. With the mm-hmm. man, just a couple of calls mm-hmm. before, yeah. um, he was talking about that. And my brother-in-law, two years ago, they went and bought... Um, and I only have 30... Margaret, I'm sorry, I only have 30 just, seconds. Okay. They went and bought a motorhome, and they go to, uh, and travel with that. And he Excellent. Doesn't, doesn't think about his cancer every day. Excellent. He, he's just living as if, uh, well, he, it is what it is, is what he said. That's amazing. That's excellent. Thank you, Margaret. Would, yes. Thank I you for sharing the story. All the best to Rob for it. I'm praying every day for. Yeah. Many, so many Canadians are. Thank you. There's the attitude is so much part of it. And I, I remember when uh, first time I went, accompanied my wife to the chemotherapy, uh, first chemotherapy se- session, and they have everybody sitting in these big plush chairs, and you, you get the uh, the chemo drip, and there were probably twenty people in the room all receiving the chemo. 
And uh, it was quiet. And then one person started speaking to another person, and then another person spoke to another person, another person spoke to that person. And within 10 minutes, and it wasn't always like this, but within 10 minutes, they were all talking to each other, all sharing stories. Everybody who was battling cancer was sharing stories, and I really felt like they generated a tremendous amount of strength from each other. We'll have, uh, we'll talk about this more another time. Just uh, our prayers and our thoughts are with uh, Rob Ford and uh, Mr. Ford's family.